0: Are you ready to tap submit? Let's explore the possibilities together. Welcome to Back Porch Writer. Welcome to Back Porch Writer, the show for writers about writers and writing. I'm your host, Corey Miller. Today is February 23rd, 2016, and it's really bright outside today. I have to keep all the drapes drawn and all that because it's just super bright out there. But, yeah, don't let that fool you. It's not warm. It was only something like 26 degrees when I went to start the car this morning. And this is a little bit discouraging because we had a warm snap. You know, it's one of those warm snaps that you think, oh, the weather's turning, spring is right around the corner, but no, now it's cold again. But I will say this, it's going to be supposedly around 48 degrees today, which if you've been listening to the show for a while, you know that's balmy and people will be outside in shorts. Some will be out in shorts when it's just 32 and 34, not me, but 48, that's actually not that bad and you get used to it when you live, you know, in Nebraska. You just get used to this sort of thing. But I am ready for spring, as much as I love winter and the snow. I'm ready for spring. I'm looking forward to that. There's lots going on in spring and summer here, so I I can't wait, actually. I love all the seasons. I've mentioned that before. If you're a long-time listener, you know I, I love all the seasons. It's why I had to move back from Florida. I used to live in Florida. I didn't care for that. There was not a real change in seasons for me there. So I had to come back to the, the Midwest where I could see a definite change in, in the weather patterns, and it gets exciting around here. So if you haven't been to Nebraska, come visit Nebraska. Now, I have a couple of announcements. One, I'm very excited about this. Deadly Sins 3, you can get it for $0.99 right now because I'm doing a promo. It's um, a pre-order promo for $0.99. The price will go up. But Deadly Sins 3 is available over on Amazon, Kobo, iTunes. You can find it everywhere. It's true. So go check that out, and then let me know what you think. Just send me a message at coreydmiller.com. So that's my exciting news so far. I'm also excited because today's guest is Kathy Mice, and she is the founder and CEO of Bublish. Now, I love Bublish. I've talked about it a lot. I've blogged about it a little bit. I love Bublish. I can't remember. I've been with them for, I think, a year. It's coming up on a year now, um, and using their platform. It's a great book marketing platform, but... I'm not going to talk on and on about it. I'm going to let Kathy come on and talk about it. Now, she's been in media and publishing for a long time, like more than 20 years. She worked with editorial brands like Forbes and CBS. She's just got a lot of experience, a wealth of knowledge. She actually was a founding member of PubSmart, which I haven't been able to attend. I heard about it a couple times. Oh, it would be so awesome to go. It's in Charleston, South Carolina. There's so much history there. It's just an awesome place to be. I haven't been there in years, but I haven't had a chance to do that. She's one of the founding partners of PubSmart. So I'll have Kathy come on right now and tell us all about Bubblish, one of my favorite things to use. Welcome, Back Porch Rider. Kathy. How are you? I'm
1: fine. Thanks for having me on, Corey. So you got the okay, sun, you're um, but we got uh-huh. the we got the seventies that we we're overcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're not so quite getting the warmth yet. The grass is always <laughs> greener, right? <laughs> But thanks it's, for having me change. on. It's
0: great to be here. Well, I'm glad you I were able to podcast. work this into your schedule. Oh, well, thanks. It's so yeah. much fun. It really is. Um yeah, so it's so popular
1: always,
0: now. Oh, mm-hmm. I always know. It's really, it's increasing. And I know, I should tell everybody, uh, Kathy joined Hardy and me over on our Blab chat, too, a couple weeks ago on Indie Author Hour. So you all can go check that out. It's available over on Blab IM or on the Indie Author Hour YouTube channel, so you can check out what we talked about over there. Uh, but I wanted her to come on Back Porch Writer because her audiences are different. And I want you to tell everybody, because I talk about Bublish quite a bit because I really like the tool. But I think it's better Thank if they hear you. it from you. So sure, tell about Yeah, Bublish.
1: I'd love to tell it. So Bublish is the world's first complete publishing platform with integrated branding and discoverability features. And we have tools for authors to write, to promote, sell, and track their work. But every that we build is really designed and focused to enhance discoverability and build the author's brand because we know that that sells more books. So we know that authors are really busy and, and they kind of think of often, they tell us that, you know, the buckets of promotion and writing and, you know, they have to do social media, all these different things are separate. And time is precious, money is precious, you know, all of it is precious. And so we wanted to integrate and automate a lot of these processes. So when you write your book on Bubblish, you can actually share branded, enriched excerpts. Corey, I'm, uh, you know, I was reading one of your book bubbles this morning from "Tell Me Lies" from Hush. So it uses uh, not only the sampling, which we know is very powerful, but the, you know it's extracted right from your book and then you enrich it with the author insight and talk about the writing process and your creative journey and then it's got a picture of you, so it's tough to uh to describe a book bubble in words, but you know again it's integrated right into the writing process, so um either if you have a published book, you can upload it to publish and start promoting. Or if you want to write your book on publish, you can share, you know, pre-launch. Um, and I know, you know, you were talking about your pre-order promo. Um, you know, we we have even a pre-order button for people once they get to the point where their manuscript is ready uh, for that step to uh, just add the links, and then the pre-order, the call to action goes right in the rough cut book bubble, which is what a book bubble is called when it's shared from the manuscript. And we know pre-orders, and Corey, is this your first pre-order campaign, or have you done others? They're very powerful.
0: I have done them in the past, and I, I will be totally honest, I'm not totally successful with <laughs> with doing them. And this time, I really was behind the eight ball, because I didn't get my Deadly Sin stuff is not up on publish right now. I'm, I'm really behind. So I didn't have it up there and I thought, oh my God, I forgot to do this. I was doing all my other stuff and then I didn't do it. So now I have to get it over there because I completely yeah, forgot. Yeah, get it up horrible? there because we horrible. can drive
1: a lot of traffic. But I think it's did the price promotion with the pre-order because, you know, the thing that that does on um, at least Amazon especially really rewards all those sales go live on your launch day. And so, mm-hmm. you know, that's fabulous for your ranking right out of the right. box, you know. Um, right. So you know, I think there's plenty of evidence that all of the best-selling books have had pre-order campaigns around them, and so we encourage that a lot. And, and again, built a tool that's integrated right into the writing process to mm-hmm. to help uh, authors drive those pre-orders.
0: Yeah, and I did use that pre-order for one of the books that I have on publish. I can't recall which one it is now. But I did do that for one of them. And one of the things that I like, it, Publish is so easy to use. That's one of the things I absolutely love about it. There's not a huge learning curve on this. So if you're someone who's not into all the techie stuff, this is an incredibly easy platform. Um, everybody needs to go yeah, to com, by the way. Uh, thank it, you. It, it's yeah. just and simple.
1: That was very, very important uh, to me again because it it shouldn't be again this taxing thing that you have to go do to promote your work you you really should just be sharing your stories um, and one of the things about the book bubble which i guess you could and i'll just say you know the best way to see book bubbles in the wild is just to follow us on twitter at publish me so publish me um is our mm-hmm. twitter handle and you can just click on them and see them but um, they're kind of like a director's cut for books. And, and you not only do we put all the visual elements there and all the calls to action, um, but that story behind the story that you share in the author's insight is just using a natural talent you have as a storyteller to enhance and enrich your book excerpt with uh, something that's very powerful in brand building, which is storytelling. I mean, all of the biggest brands in the world are telling stories around their brands because it is such a, a powerful connection builder. Uh, we are wired as human beings to listen to stories. You know, even before we ever wrote them down in you know, living in caves, we were telling stories. <laughs> So, we've just taken the visual elements that you need, the power of sampling, and the power of storytelling, and made it really simple for you to share your work with the world. And, you know, once you look at the book bubble, you'll see uh, there's a, a little synopsis, there's a bio, links to your website. You can go directly to the book product page for the book on any of the major retailers. We work with all of them. Uh, we get lots of shares, lots of eyes, and then people can follow you from your book bubble. So if they want to um, get more from you and learn more about you, we automate that process. So if I follow you, Corey, on Bublish, the next time you create a book bubble, a beautifully branded Corey Miller book bubble comes right into my email. So we take that social connection and and move it to that more intimate inbox connection, which allows Mm -hmm. you to, you know, to keep in touch. Um, And then we also have the profile, which you can go from discovering the fact that Corey Miller has one book called Hush, if I'm looking at that book bubble, and go to your profile and see all of your work. And again, the focus being on you as an author, because we know, the more successful you're, you are at building a brand around your author name, um, readers are 15 times more likely to buy from authors whose brand they recognize and like. So that's mm-hmm. big. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and The way this... Sorry, mm-hmm. go ahead. Oh, go I was ahead. just going to add, too, and the other thing that we try to do behind the scenes is all of those yucky things that writers don't want to do, like (laughs) metadata, which I am a huge – and everybody's like, here goes Kathy again on metadata. But I can't tell you I'm a huge trend watcher and metadata, which is just the data about your book, the data that when you message your brand, uh, then computers have to read the words. So it's the computer-speak that allows computers to translate your brand message. And so everything from your book's title to your name, all of that's really important because more and more we see recommendation engines and we we see people having short attention spans. So if you don't get that computer speak right, then you're gonna miss a lot of opportunities. So the book bubbles, you know, when you upload your book to publish or write it in publish, you put in the keywords, you put in your genre, and we have a whole, you know, uh, we have a whole stream running for all the search engines, so that we're helping you build that metadata kind of uh, network behind all of your content, so that it keeps associating your brand, your name, your messaging, your content with your genre, your keywords, you know, those things that distinguish you and allow you to pop in search engines or in retail search engines or on social, uh, all of those things. So we're automating those yucky processes as the authors. <laughs> <laughs> and well, I get it. I, you
0: know, I <laughs> that whole metadata thing, I did not understand <laughs> any of that a couple of years ago. I was completely confused by that and ignored a lot of it and then yeah. started to slowly learn and understand the importance of it. And you're right, this makes it so much easier. And when I started using Bublish, it was around the time that I, I really started to think long and hard about how I can get the few books I had out at the time, how can I get more eyes on them? I was really focused on keywords and, and changing things on Amazon and, and Kobo mm-hmm. and things like that so that I could get more eyes on them. And Bublish came into, into to my field around that time mm-hmm. I went, oh I'm going to do this and see how this works and I tried see so I think you still do this but I had the the 30 day or something the promo piece where I could just try yeah. it out and so I was doing all that and I I paid attention to all the tutorials all the any webinar you guys did I was there <laughs> listening and interacting so I could learn everything about it in that period of time and ended up absolutely loving it because it did make things so much Easier and it looks so slick when for people, this is audio, so you don't know, but it looks slick when you look at the page, it looks like you're looking at a book, basically, it's like a page yeah. of a book, and then here you are, your author picture over to the left if you're looking at your screen. It's really just nicely laid out and again, I don't have to know all the bells and whistles of how that happened. it just poof it's <laughs> I love that <laughs>
1: uh, it should feel like magic um uh, my uh, business partner Charles White Smith is a uh, published author, um, I've been a writer all my life, and he actually, you know, I'm more on the marketing and um, speaking to the author side, but he designed all all the user experience and the design, and um, the whole thing was just to feel like a a micro browsing experience right in your social stream so you know you you upload your book and you create a profile and then you just select anywhere in the book you want to share you add your author insight and then you publish it right onto twitter or facebook or you can email it to yourself and then it it gets published out there but it also gets published on publish.com and then we show you where people are engaging with your content so your dashboard has the metrics which is uh, I think really educational to start to see that when you do share content from your book, you get a lot of eyes on it. And then the the second piece of that is we show where the conversions take place. So when someone reads your bubble to go to your – maybe they go to Amazon or they go to Barnes & Noble or or, or iBooks or Google Play, wherever, but um, we show you where your audience goes. And some of the – The authors have said, you know, I've been surprised I have a bigger audience on iBooks than I thought because they see it in the data. And it it really is Mm -hmm. a um, a funnel, a marketing funnel. That's what it looks like. So you have to have a lot of eyes on your books to find those people who are right and are going to explore your work. And, you know, we're all about connecting the dots and, and with great content Um, and the right calls to action, which we automate, then you'd start to connect the dots for readers, and they're looking for interesting new things to read.
0: You know, I was surprised when I first started doing it. One of the things that surprised me was I had a lot of people checking it out when I would post over to Twitter, because I would do Twitter and Facebook, because you can share directly, for Mm -hmm. for those of you who haven't had a chance to look at bubbles, you can share directly from your um, account there to Twitter, to Facebook, or you could email it to your list, which I've also um I haven't done that part but I've sent it over to my uh blog and had it as a blog post, which is a really helpful feature. Um but I was surprised by how many people were checking it out on Twitter. I mean, just in terms of sharing. Yeah. I, I really should pay more attention to Twitter because at that time I really wasn't paying too much Twitter because I don't I didn't like Twitter. <laughs> I wasn't very good at yeah. Twitter. <laughs> so
1: you know of, So I was really not paying attention. Twitter. <laughs> yeah, and I think, you know, too, it is, it is you know, the data doesn't lie. I mean, it's interesting we use the word authorpreneur, which people either love or hate, but the journey of an author who is their own publisher and an entrepreneur who is their own business owner are very similar. And, you know, when you're doing marketing for for your company, it's got to be all about the data. And, you know, for writers... The data can surprise you sometimes. You know, it's just like, wow, I I have more people. I sh- I'm going to start either, you know, using this platform more, Twitter, or you can also take the links and put them pretty much anywhere. It is it is like right. a little micro site. So, um, you we have people who use them on Google Plus, and we continue to build out the integrations uh, as we go. Uh, and again, also add layers of automation. So the follow feature is becoming really popular, and you'll see more people um, starting to view your bubbles through emails, even if you didn't send mm-hmm. it to them. Mm-hmm. Um, we also, you know, take our 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 platform and put it to work. We kind of showcase, have a coming out party for all the latest bubbles of the week, and it runs all weekend. We have the bubble floating bookstore. So we try especially to. You know, when you're a new author and you're trying to build your platform, the key is to get outside of family and close friends and start to find your audience. And uh, we try to help you do that by adding hashtags that we know will be followed by readers, adding hashtags uh, in your genre so that more eyes get on you. And, and, uh, you know, you'll get a lot of follows just on, on your your native platforms as well, Twitter and Facebook. So we help you grow your audience there. Now on the, the data that
0: when it shows um, how many people are going over to iTunes or, or um, Nook or any of those places, it seems yeah. like that happens right away. I mean, I, I can post, a, I can create a bubble, and then a couple minutes later I can check that bubble, not even a couple minutes, and it seems like people are already starting to Click on it via the social platforms, but then I can go over and check to see um where it's where they're going to click where the the follow through basically on that so it seems very yeah, fast why how is that happening? I guess I don't understand that
1: <laughs> well I mean they're they're basically you know it, it is just a micro experience like you know you're reading a couple of paragraphs and then you you're interested in the author's what the author's saying, and you know in a couple of minutes um you can make a decision to to check out the the product page if you want to um and and that's where you can go into a deeper sampling experience but it's not really branded around you it's branded by the retailer but you know right. i think a lot of people go there and and it's interesting you know even just getting someone to your page they say it takes 7 touches to get uh, an actual purchase um but even just getting someone to your page is a, a really deep touch, as it were, in marketing terms, um, to check out the price. Uh, they they can go right into a deeper reading experience. But Bubblish isn't really designed to just share huge chunks. It's more like in, you know, if you think of, uh, and we have like sometimes up to 40% of our daily bubble views, which are into the tens of thousands, uh, you know, they they will be on mobile. So, you know, you don't want to, like, make it too long. You just want to kind of draw them in. It's like a teaser to get them to go and and either visit your website or follow you or purchase the book right in the moment so that they can read it during their commute or they can have it when they get home or, you know, it, it's all kinds of ways that people now engage with content. If it's not the old days. You walked into a bookstore You went and you browsed, and then you walked out with something. Now it's there's so much selection, so you've got to build a lot of proof to make sure that people actually purchase your work. And those seven touch points, you know, we really help you with that. And then over time, we really should drive sales. And a lot of them aren't necessarily even reflected in your metrics on Publish because they'll go to their app and purchase it. But, you know, I hope you've seen a correlation between – Your um, shares and your sales. You know, we're not like, we're not going to give you a thousand sales in a day, but we're going to give you that constant drip, constant exploration, drawing new people into your fan base and having them explore your work and buy. And hopefully, if they buy one book, they're going to want to buy more. And that's all you want. You want to get them into that first book.
0: Right. Well, what I did see from the very beginning when I started using. Like I said, I did the combination of publish, and I made some changes on the Amazon pages and on Kobo pages and things yeah. like that. But I was really tracking Amazon, because most authors do. I was really tracking that, because I wanted to see how it how it affected my ranking. And the first book I did yeah. this with was actually a book that I offer for free, because I wanted to get more eyes on my stuff. And I said, okay, let's see what happens. And that book, you know, it was floundering in like the millions or something, <laughs> and then um, I got it, you know, I got it so it's perma-free, and that, of course, she made it change its rank and everything, but that single book, because I was able to get more eyes on it, and I, I credit publish for this, and then the changes that I made because of listening to Nick Stevenson yeah. um, with this is that that book started hitting, it was in the top 100 a couple times now it just hovers at around yeah. 100 115 100, in one of its categories it does that you know so it's done really well and this isn't going on for almost a year that this book has not totally yeah. fallen out of favor so to speak um and yeah it's it's permafree but that was testing it to see what would happen and so it's oh been yeah really great. And
1: there's so much debate on permafree but you know uh, and and this is you know the challenge for authors who are starting out with one book, but we highly recommend that authors try to come out with a collection of content if they can. Like maybe uh-huh. three books is a great way to start and have a schedule for writing more because playing around with price and having that perma-free book so that there is that testing – uh, of your work and making sure that you know it's worth their time and it's the kind of reading experience they're looking for is extremely powerful. Um, and you know, if you're getting your book in front of the right people, and they're going to leave reviews, they're going to drive up your ranking because they're visiting your page. They're going to start word of mouth. It, it, you know, and and I, I think that this is the other reason why brand is so important is that the price of books has been driven down significantly in the digital age but um it's more of a volume play and it's also so important to get the brand built again because as the brand is built there's huge amounts of data that people are willing to pay more. And so in the mm-hmm. beginning of your career it's really worth, you know, making sure you understand what your brand promise is to your readers being able to translate that into the metadata, like you're saying, in the categories and the keywords at the retailers, and then telling your stories and, and you know getting your face and your book covers and your voice out there and sharing your stories. And that's where Bublish can help you connect the dots and build that well, brand think, and drive people towards that discovery of your first piece of content.
0: Well, I think I've seen that too because I did that with Deadly Sins 1 the one that's perma-free. Mm-hmm. I was doing it with Delicents 2. I got Hush published because I have a pretty um, tight sort of production schedule the way that I'm putting things out now. And so Hush came out, and Hush, it, that that book is not free. And so it's been able to have a fairly decent rank um, overall, but definitely in its categories. And again, I think it's because I was using publish, and I, I knew more about the keyword stuff now, and so I knew how to, mm-hmm. how to play this a certain degree, I don't know all of it, but I know a lot more than I knew two, three years ago <laughs> on how to make this work and so hush yeah. is not, you know it's done fairly well, and it's it's uh competing nicely in the categories that I'm putting it into at this point, but again, it's because I've been using publish to do that to talk about. I was doing rough cut bubbles of hush of hush actually and then released it, so I know that that played into it and helped with the the overall yeah. ranking of that book. And, so, and it's yeah, takes so, commitment.
1: Yeah, you know, it you doesn't happen overnight, right? It, it does. It does not happen you have to be overnight. Consistent. Exactly. And I say that yes. now when
0: I'm like, oh, I forgot to put DS3 on there. Yeah, I'm usually more consistent. <laughs> and, and I was yeah, sharing information with the other books, you know. But this one book, I was like, well, I'm just I'm putting this out there, and it, because I have another book coming out in a month, and so DS3 was kind of in the middle
1: of this. That's great, so though, that it. you're prolific, but it it is. It is truly, you know, uh, in the consistency that you start to see results. And uh, anyone who thinks it's going to happen in, you know, a month or two is setting themselves up for disappointment. But if you if you really start, you know, here's my brand message, and you find those categories that are the smallest they can be, and you start to talk to that audience and build a fan base around it and write great books, Um, and connect the dots for readers on these devices, which are the new ways that we discover books, then, you know, you're going to do okay. And we just try to make that simpler at at Publish, because like you say, it's a lot to juggle. There's a lot of moving parts. And, you know, once you create a bunch of book bubbles, you can share them over and over, because they're they're sitting there as great digital assets, and you don't have to think, oh, what am I going to blog about today? Right, which is something I do periodically.
0: (laughs) Just go back in. Or just share the profile because you can also just share your profile um, through that and that's kind of a nice thing to do too. So Kathy, how can people reach um, you and and learn more about Bublish?
1: Just come to Bublish.com, and I'm going to put a quick plug in for, um, if you go to our, if you go to Bublish.com, you can sign up for a 30-day free trial. There's no credit card required, and you can really see what's going on, and you can click Contact Us on any page, ask questions. We're really responsive. And if you go to our blog, um, there's a a blog called Cracking the Code to Building Responsive Email List. That's one of our webinars. We do thought leadership webinars every two weeks, and um, tomorrow's is, Uh, With Kimberly Gravas, and it's all about building a responsive email list, which I know Corey, you know, is really important to long-term success because you want that that readers' information and that relationship.
0: I'm going to have to check that one out. I've been attending a lot of those lately.
1: (laughs) Yes, great. Well, we're here to help, and uh, I hope you know anybody does follow us on Twitter, publish me, and we're on Facebook. And, uh, well, we're all over the place. But, yeah, thanks for the opportunity to share Bublish with everyone. I really appreciate it, Corey. Well, Kathy, I'm so glad you were able to come on to
0: Backport Writer with me today. And I will definitely put everything in the show notes so people know how to get to Bublish and can check things out. And I encourage everyone to do this because it has totally helped with my work and everything that I'm doing, and I wouldn't want to give it up. I can say that.
1: (laughs) So, Uh, Kathy, thank you so much. Thank you, Corey. Have
0: a great day. You too. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. So go over to com. Check out the free trial. As I said, I I did all the tutorials, everything that they were offering in that 30-day period so that I could find out everything about Bublish, and it was worth the time. So definitely check that out. I want to thank you so much for being with me here on Back Porch Writer, the show for writers about writers and writing. Again, I'm your host, Corey Miller. Until next time, pull the chair, sit a spell, and write. Thanks for listening to Back Writer. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe via iTunes so people just like you can find the show. If you've got comments, questions, or want to be a guest, visit backporchwriter.com for details. I'm your host Corey Miller. Until next time, pull the chair, sit bell, and write.